Thank you for joining me once again, and you are listening to Switch Thoughts with Gabe. Thank you very much for inviting me back into your car or your home or wherever you may be listening to this podcast today. Um, it's going to be a really exciting day today. Um, with We've got uh, some news that I want to talk to you about uh, involving Dead Cells, uh, which is a really great uh, indie game. Uh, we've got news about Outer Worlds coming to the Switch, and we also have news about Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, you're probably going to be hearing a lot about that game coming up to the March 20th deadline. And the final thing I want to talk about today is Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which is the game that I've been playing as my second game of the 12 and 12 challenge. Alright, so um, how about we get started with just a little news today. Um, firstly, I'd like to talk about Dead Cells. Now, uh, if you haven't played Dead Cells, it's a really, uh, from what I've heard, it's a really great game. Unfortunately, I don't have it just, yes, I don't have this one because I, I, I really like the box art for this one and I've been debating about getting it uh, either as a physical or a digital Something I have been getting, I, you know how I said that I get most of my games as physical copies? Well, a lot of the indie games I've been getting as uh, more digital copies because, one, they are a lot cheaper. They do go for quite a considerable amount less on the eShop uh, or at other um, box stores um, through their promotions. And you can get them for very, very cheap uh, and still support the developer. And so I usually get those digitally uh, for that reason, as well as I've noticed that it's a lot easier to keep these, and I don't want to say smaller games, um, because they're not necessarily small. Like Hollow Knight is by no means small, but uh, it is, it's, it's a game that I want to play kind of uh, quickly or get into very quickly, right? So that's, that's kind of how uh, I've been... Uh, thinking about this is if I want to jump from game to game, then I probably want to get it digitally. And Dead Cells, again, as I've said, I don't know quite yet. Um, anyway, Dead Cells is a great uh, roguelike game where you uh, go and, and, and you try to, uh, and let's say, uh, so that we're clear on this, a roguelike game is a game that um, is usually randomly generated, which means that every level uh, is going to be uh, randomly created. So no two levels will be quite the same, right? Then uh, you usually go through and you beat all of the enemies or you try to obtain an objective in this level. And once you do that, you move on to the next randomly generated level and so on and so on. Now you can pick up different weapons or materials or whatever through these different levels uh, to try and help you beat the final level, which is usually a big boss. Now, sometimes when you go back, you can uh, keep these upgrades for your next time and you can earn new upgrades uh, so that your run might be a little easier next time or what have you. 
So again, this is a roguelike game that I've heard is one of the best. It's very fast paced and uh, it's on the Switch. I believe it's $20, uh, though it frequently goes on sale for much less. Now, uh, we've got um, some DLC coming to Dead Cells, which is super exciting. Uh, Motion Twin tweeted out, and Motion Twin is the developer of uh, Dead Cells. They said in their tweet, uh, We're very surprised to announce that the Bad Seed DLC now has an official release date, February 11th, 2020. Play two extra levels with new weapons, enemies, mechanics, and a boss. And that's going to be uh, on the PC and on consoles. Uh, and it is going to cost $4.99 for this um, DLC pack. But it doesn't sound like a terrible deal, in all honesty. I, If I, again, once I get into Dead Cells, you know, and I play through it, I have a feeling I'll probably end up picking this DLC up, especially, you know, maybe not right off the bat, um, but uh, I, I could see a lot of people jumping on this to get those two extra levels, new weapons, enemies, mechanics, and bosses, and one boss, I should say. I uh, <laughs> Coming from a place of playing The Binding of Isaac a lot, I can see the appeal of added bosses, added mechanics, added enemies, and all that. And so I totally understand um, wanting to drop, you know, $5. $5 is not a whole lot uh, to get a, a new part of this game. So how exciting. We've got uh, a new DLC for Dead Cells. I hope, I hope uh, if you're interested in this game uh, that, that you're able to pick this up and uh, it kind of gets you back into it or, 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 or at least uh, makes you happy for a little while while you, while you play. So that's very exciting. All right. The uh, next thing is that The Outer Worlds is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Now, uh, The Outer Worlds uh, launched on um, the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and the PC on October 25th, 2019. And uh, this little bit um, is from uh, Gematsu.com or Gematsu. I'm not quite sure how to say it. Uh, they have a nice little blurb about it uh, that says th what the game is about. Because, in all honesty, I, I haven't really uh, played this game. I've heard a lot about it, but I don't really know what it's about. It seems <laughs> it seems very uh, large, if you know what I'm saying. It seems like a, a, a quite a big game. So, um, let me let me read to you what it says. The Outer Worlds is a new single-player first-person sci-fi RPG from Obsidian Entertainment and Private Division. Lost in transit while on a colonist ship bound for the furthest edge of the galaxy, you awake decades later only to find yourself in the midst of a deep conspiracy threatening to destroy the Halcyon colony. As you explore the furthest reaches of space and encounter various factions, all vying for power, the character you decide to become will determine how this player-driven story unfolds. In the corporate equation for the colony, you are the unplanned variable. Huh, so that's very neat. Uh, that didn't really tell us much. <laughs> um, but it does say a little, a little further down, it says key features, the player-driven story, uh, RPG, uh, you can be flawed in a good way. So that's kind of neat. It looks like, oh, I just got a notification. 
Um, it says, uh, you can be flawed in a good way, uh, which looks kind of like, um, uh, it says a compelling hero is made with flaws they carry with them. So it's going to track your experience. It looks like, and it finds, um, what you are not good at and then rewards you when you, um, when you, when you, uh, beat these flaws <laughs> that's kind of neat uh lead your companions and explore the corporate colony so it looks like it's kind of a, a bit of an open world game um yeah i don't know it looks exciting uh i've heard i've heard very good things from it so that is you know something to to keep in mind um it is on pc and playstation and xbox like i've said and you can actually get it for i believe uh yeah it was a dollar or it was part of the one dollar ultimate game pass deal uh on pc and xbox one um so i don't know if you it's it's obviously probably going to look a lot better uh on the computer on the pc or on the xbox than it will on the switch but if you're looking for portability you know this is a pretty good way to go um now now to be fair um so this game is going to be 59.99 on the eShop um and at box stores all right but if you do end up getting a physical boxed copy you're just going to get a game code and you're not going to get an actual game cart that you can put into your switch okay so that is similar to um the Fortnite expand or not expand that well, it's sort of an expansion. The Fortnite game, uh, as well as Overwatch. So if you go into uh, Target or Walmart or whatever, and you uh, find the box for Overwatch or for Fortnite, uh, you're not going to get an actual game cart. You're going to get a download code in there. You're going to get uh, a, a code in there that you then go to the eShop on your Switch and you plug that code in and that's going to be a digital download. You'll still have the game box if you you know want to have that on your shelf, but there's not going to be an actual tangible cartridge in there. So uh, if that you know makes uh, the choice easier for you, uh, then, then I hope that helps. Sometimes, um, you know, Walmart usually has games, uh, for $49.99 instead of $59.99. So, you know, if it's, if it's ultimately going to be a digital game, then you might as well save the $10 perhaps. Um, and you'll have the, you'll have the cartridge or you won't have the cartridge. You'll have the, um, box, which is kind of cool, but you won't have the actual cartridge. I don't know. It's up to you. Um, I, I'd, I'd be interested in hearing your thoughts because uh, several uh, games have have done this now, and and the feedback has kind of been very um, not not necessarily polarized, but it it has been a bit of a controversy of like, well, why are we even wasting the plastic? Why are we wasting the resources to put this? on shelves and i and i absolutely can see the idea of you know you're walking through walmart and you see oh my gosh outer worlds is on the switch i, I had no idea and, and maybe that maybe that even convinces you to buy a switch um 
So I, I, you know, I can see that point in terms of marketing. I just, I wonder, uh, how big of a marketing impact it actually has. I don't know. What are your thoughts? All right. Um, finally, and this might be the biggest news in the world. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's, um, but it is big news. I'm very, very excited. I actually, I, as soon as I saw this, uh, pop up, I, I, I ran to Julianne so that she could see it. And I was just, I was ecstatic. I, I, I was so excited and she got very excited too. So, um, at 7.08 p.m. on January 30th, uh, 2020, <laughs> Nintendo of America um, put out two tweets, all right? And they these are what the tweets read. A hashtag Nintendo Switch system inspired by hashtag Animal Crossing New Horizons is on the way. With unique Joy-Con controllers, a custom design on the back, and a special Nintendo Switch dock, it's the perfect way to start your island life. Available three thirteen for two ninety nine ninety nine. And a little bit uh, later, um, I think a couple minutes later, they said the hashtag Nintendo Switch, hashtag Animal Crossing New Horizons, Aloha Edition carrying case and screen protector will also be available for purchase on 313. So what does this mean? Well, this means that I think for probably the fourth time, maybe the third, because they had the um, Pokemon uh, let's go with Pikachu and Eevee version of the Nintendo Switch. They have the Super Smash Bros. version of the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I think they had a Dragon Quest XI version, um, and they may have had a few others. But now they have an Animal Crossing New Horizons custom Switch, which is so exciting. Now, they did post four pictures to the uh, first tweet and one picture to the uh, second tweet. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what this, uh, these pictures look like, all right? So in this picture, we have the uh, custom dock, right? And it's the uh, switch dock. And the dock is actually this nice cream color, okay? And it's got a little blue squiggly line that looks like water on the bottom quarter of it okay it's got a little island in the uh, bottom right kind of coming out of the water okay and it's got two humps and one palm tree and it has tom nook and the two nooklings timmy and tommy uh on either side of him and tom nook is holding up a pale blue flag with a leaf on it so that is the switch dock next we have the joy cons and let me tell you these joy cons are absolutely stunning looking so the left joy con is a seafoam green uh, pastel color and the right joy con is a light robin egg blue joy con and it is also pastel it's they neither of these are those vibrant uh, neon colors they are very, very subtle pastels. And instead of the, um, I don't know what this is called, the, um, you know how you have the little black uh, uh, addition that you clip on 
to the switch um to the to the um joy cons uh to make them a little bigger uh and and uh, especially if they're um you're using it as a like a one player system and you give you know what i'm talking about um those are actually uh, a cream color and they look like they match the color of the um the the dock all right they are absolutely stunning and then the um the little clips you know how on the original ones they have um black uh wrist straps well the seafoam green one has a nice seafoam green one that uh is looks braided and it has a little bit of a design on it and the um robin egg blue one has a uh, again that's robin egg blue on the on the braided cord and it has a little bit of a design on it as well so on the very back of the Nintendo Switch itself, uh, you have um, a really cool design, okay? And uh, it looks textured. So if you were to feel it, you would actually feel the texturing on it. And it has uh, a bunch of squiggles, like, you know, the ocean. Um, and these squiggles are look like they're kind of raised. And then um, within these squiggles, they have different um kind of ovally sections with different scenes going on so in one section they have a, a, a little deer it looks like with uh next to a campfire and a hammock and a four-leaf clover and a stick and then in another one they have a bunny that's dancing next to a patio set so a patio table with an umbrella and a chair and some flowers in another one they have a tent and a little mouse and a birdhouse and and they have a they have several of these little scenes on the back that are all engraved into the nintendo switch itself it is a very clean design it also looks just so good it's and it's so reminiscent i think that's what is exciting about it is it's very reminiscent while being fairly minimalistic of the Animal Crossing series. It's, it really boils it down and it gives it a new flavor to what this new game might be um, about, okay? So that is really, really something. That's, that's um, and then the fourth picture shows just the uh, two Joy-Cons in the, the back of the Switch together. Um, wow, as a set, I mean, these things look incredible i <clears throat> goodness i do not know if i'm going to get this i really really want to get this i really really love animal crossing and i i feel like i should get this that being said it is three hundred dollars and i do have a switch already maybe maybe what i might do <laughs> i might give my switch to julianne so she can finally have one and then i'll just get this one <laughs> i know it's a little cruel but i just oh this is such a good looking switch and again this is available march 13th so it's going to be available one week before the um uh, uh the actual game is released and it doesn't come with the game okay so so be aware of that if you get the switch system you still have to buy 
Animal Crossing New Horizons if you want to play it. This is just a custom Switch. Um, so yes, oh, and then uh, the other thing was the Aloha Edition carrying case and screen protector, uh, which is a light blue case with a um, zipper that goes around it. So the, I would say the uh, edge is a light blue and where the zippers are, it's light blue. And then it's a cream color uh, for the front facing kind of, um, it's not the, it's not like a plate, it's not hard, um, but it looks like a front plate, I'm gonna call it. That's a cream color and it has um, really big uh, leaves on it that are this, um, light blue sea foamy green kind of mixed together color so uh it's that looks really nice and that is um i've seen is going to be coming for the uh both the original switch size and the uh switch light so either one you have uh, you should be good to um get this case if that's something you're interested in that will also be available on march 13th now it doesn't say how much it is. I'd imagine anywhere between um, fifteen to twenty dollars, probably closer to twenty dollars. Um, having seen these cases before, like with um, Link's Awakening and whatnot, I would imagine it's going to be about twenty dollars. So that is the big news for. Um, Animal Crossing. And you can, if you do want to pre-order these, you absolutely can. Uh, at least I know you can pre-order the um, Nintendo Switch. I don't know about the case just yet, but you can pre-order the Switch. Um, I know I saw it at Best Buy. I'm pretty sure you can do it at Target as well. Uh, and if, uh, you know, I'm sure Walmart and GameStop will also be having these uh, these these for pre-order. Uh, if not now, then soon. So, oh boy, I really encourage you if you if you can to look up this um, this this custom design uh, for the switch. Um, look it look it up on Twitter. Um, if if you don't have one, I don't I don't think you need to have a Twitter to look this up. Um, and I'm sure even if you just typed in Animal Crossing Switch. Um, you, you would be able to find it online and you'd be able to find the pictures of it. It's really cool, guys. It's really cool. All right. I think that's enough about that. You check it out and tell me what you think. Um, and, I, and I'm looking forward to hearing about it. All right. Let's move on to um, my game that I've been playing recently. So I've recently been playing Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Uh, that is one of the games on my list to beat uh, this this uh, coming year for my 12 and 12 challenge. Um, I chose this one next. Uh, Link's Awakening was very... I don't want to say open world, but it was it was an adventure game. So I had this big map and I was, you know, exploring in that. And um, I, I, I wanted a level-based game. I was feeling more of a level-based game um, and one that was a little more linear and just say, all right, you're going to do this and this and this and this, and then you win. Yay. <laughs> so that has been um, a nice change. And I think that's probably what I'm going to keep doing. And that's one of the reasons that I didn't set a um, definitive, you know, January I'm playing this, February I'm playing this, March I'm playing this is I wanted to give myself a little leeway to say, okay, 
I just played that and I'm tired of that game. You know, I'm tired of that kind of genre or whatever. I want to explore this route again. And so that gives me a little more um, variety and a little more leeway. So I am officially uh, 47% of the way done with this game. Um, and you can uh, find that out because on the uh, load screen, when you, you can choose up to three files, uh, it'll have your file there with the percentage done. So I'm officially 47% of the way complete with the game. And I am on uh, world four of six. Um, now the completion, the 100% completion, I believe is referring to um, some of the completion marks. So uh, not so there are six worlds and multiple levels within each world. And not only do you get credit for um, completing a level in terms of the percentage, but you also have, uh, if you've played any Donkey Kong Country game, you know that they uh, will spell out or they will have letters hidden within the le uh, level uh, that spell out Kong. So you have a K and O and N and a G that you'll have to find throughout the throughout the level. Okay, and uh, you have to get these. And if you if you get one and then you die or uh, by falling off a ledge or getting hit or whatever, um, then uh, before you reach a spawn point, then you have to get that letter again. Now, if you uh, get to a, 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 a checkpoint, I, don't, I think I said spawn point. I don't know what I said. Anyway, <laughs> if you get to a checkpoint, then you can save the letters up to that point. Okay. Uh, the other thing that you have to hunt down are puzzle pieces. And the puzzle pieces are a real pain to find sometimes. They, sometimes they're just really uh, geniusly placed and you have to, you know, do a clever move to get to them. But some of them are really hidden away in spots you would not think to find. Or not think to look, let alone find a puzzle piece there. So that's, that's kind of exciting. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, so, so with a puzzle piece, uh, that differs from a... Um, a, a letter piece because once you find a puzzle piece in a level it's yours you you know if you if you end up falling off a cliff or dying in some way then no problem it's yours you don't have to go back and get that puzzle piece which is kind of nice because there are some challenging spots that they are in um so yeah so that's 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 really exciting um so i'm 47 percent of the way through um, you know, if I beat all the story, I'd probably be about, honestly, I'd probably be about 50% of the way through, um, because I wouldn't have found any of these puzzle pieces, whatever. Now I have been, uh, finding the puzzle pieces. I have been finding the Kong letters, uh, because I just, there's an innate, um, exploration love that I have. So I really explore the levels and, and will go back and play them until I, until I do find everything. Um, I haven't, you know, found everything, uh, as of yet, um, in every level there, there are some that I'm missing still, but it's very fun to find them. It's not a hassle or anything like that, or, or I should say it doesn't, it doesn't, um, draw away from the fun of, you know, doing or of playing this game. Okay. Uh, so, so what is this game? This game is a platformer. So think of Mario, right? 
Mario is a platformer as well, okay? Uh, Mario is a fairly straightforward and I don't want to say easy, but it's a bit of an easy platformer, okay? Just about anyone can play a Mario platforming game, okay? Now, Donkey Kong takes that and ramps it up, all right? This game has some very, very difficult platforming. It's still accessible, all right? But you definitely have to be familiar with controls and have a little bit of dexterity. Um, Julianne uh, has tried this and it was not her favorite. However, um, it's, it's, it can be a little challenging. Let's just say that it can be a little challenging. Um, if, if you aren't the best at platformers, that's, that's, that's how I want to put that. Now, what do I want to say about it? Well, it is an absolutely beautiful game. Okay. The game itself is stunning. It's, it's super colorful. Uh, and the levels are really well done. There are so many minute details hidden within each level that it's really, really exciting to see. Um, you know, they, they have a, a, the foreground, which you're, you know, kind of operating in, but they also have a background. And this background seems to go on just forever. And they have thought to put in so many little details that make this whole world come alive. And I, for a platformer, it's, you know, if you if you play Mario, you, you kind of get like, oh, there's the background of a castle. And you see little flowers that kind of jump and dance with the music. This one is not like that. This one is everything seems to, you know, you've got your world. So let's say you're in a jungle scene or whatever, or a beach scene or whatever it may be. Um, the whole level is designed in a way that gives the game a lot of life, right? So you have a bunch of different enemies um, that are coming toward you in the foreground, but in the background, you may have enemies watching you play or hanging in the trees or something like that. In one of the levels, and this is, I don't, I wouldn't consider this a spoiler. It's more of an Easter egg, but in one of the levels, you can actually see Samus's ship in the background as a silhouette, which is so cool. If you're paying attention, you'll actually be able to see the ship, which is, I, I mean, it's crazy to think that they, you know, thought of this and were able to implement it into the game. So that is really, really cool. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I believe I, um, in the first episode, I mentioned how it controls a little weird, um, that was, that was definitely me just, um, getting the hang of Donkey Kong. So, um, so let's say, you know, you're, you're, you're walking as Donkey Kong and you jump. And then when you land, you would think, oh, I'm just going to land. Well, you don't land. <laughs> you don't just stop. <laughs> you, you kind of take another step or two and, and that can be a little, uh, that can take for me, when I first played it, uh, just to try it out, you know, like a couple levels back in the day, it, it, it felt weird. 
and then playing it again, picking it up again to play it um, now, I have had absolutely zero trouble with it. I, I found no um, no hindrance at all. And, and it honestly, I, I really don't even notice it now because it's just, you know, it's just part of his moveset. That's how he operates, right? So so it's not, not a matter of um, bad controls. It's just that's how he moves. That's his mechanics. That's his game mechanics. So once you get used to that, it might take a level or two, especially if you're coming from a game. And I again, I was coming, I think, from Hollow Knight where it was very, very specific. Everything was to the T. And so going going from that to Donkey Kong where he kind of slides a little bit and, you know, it's 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 a little more cool. Um it, it it probably felt a little weird uh, in that sense. But overall, I really, really like how it controls. It's very responsive. And um, it just feels good to control Donkey Kong. Uh, and you do control Donkey Kong. And you can get uh, Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong, or Cranky Kong to help you in the levels. Um, but you're primarily controlling Donkey Kong. And he just feels good. He feels very thick and hearty. And and it's really uh, it it it's nice to to have control of him because you know you 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 have one button uh, that will make you beat down on the ground and the the controllers shake a little bit so you get this very uh, hearty meaty feeling of of uh, Donkey Kong as as a big ape which is a weird thing to say I must say um, but it it's it's it, it controls nicely. And, and the levels all, um, you know, whether you're playing, uh, you know, whether you're platforming as Donkey Kong or you're riding a minecart or a toboggan or whatever, uh, everything controls well, which is what you need in a platformer. They've got their own style, but it controls well and you won't have any trouble playing it. I don't think in that aspect uh, so long as you get used to it after a little while. Um, let's see. And oh, I, I wrote I wrote some stuff down this time because I as I was playing, I'm very excited about it. And again, I haven't beaten it. Uh, I, I'm on World Four, so I'll probably uh, at least let you know when I've beaten beaten it, so that I can give you a final impression. But as of now, I'm really enjoying it. But I wrote stuff down, and this is part of it. Um, and the next thing I have written down are the long and challenging levels. Let me tell you about these. These levels <laughs> take, you know, and I'm probably going to compare a lot to Mario um, in, the, in the Super Mario Bros. series because um, those levels have about the same length to them, right? They, they're all kind of, uh, you know, like a five. They, they, maybe, maybe a six here and there, maybe a seven if you're getting really crazy on length of time that you're spending in these levels but really they're not very long they clip along pretty quickly these levels in donkey kong country tropical freeze are long all right you are going to be spending some time in each of these levels both because they are designed very long right? They, they are designed to be a long level. You know, there's a lot put into each one, but also each level is going to give you challenges that take a while to overcome. 
Okay. So, you know, you, you very infrequently have I just breezed through a level getting all of the puzzle pieces and all of the um, Kong letters in one go. Right. And, and not not falling off a cliff, not, you know, not died or anything like that. I don't I don't even think I've done that once. <clears throat> Pardon me. But I have, you know, I, I think the, the quickest I've done one was probably about 15 minutes for a level. Maybe 10 minutes if I got lucky. Um, but again, that's me trying to collect the, uh, the, the letters and the puzzle pieces as well. Uh, some of them I just haven't been able to, and I've played them, you know, five or six times and I'm just like, all right, you know what? I'm coming back to this at a later date. <laughs> some of them have taken me three hours to complete. Now, these ones are not necessary to get to the, um, uh, main storyline. These ones, uh, so, so, you know, you can go through the, each, each little world, uh, and, and complete each level until you get to the big boss of that island or, or world, whatever you want to call it. Once you do that and you have played through all of the levels in that world, you get a new level that opens up. Okay. And this one is very difficult. All right. It is a platforming, uh, challenge, let's say. (laughs) And the thing that really kills you during this challenge is that there are no checkpoints. So in the other levels, there are usually three to four checkpoints uh, throughout the level, which, you know, again, is saying something. If you need three to four checkpoints throughout a level, those are going to be long levels. <laughs> now, this one is about the same length, this, this, this special level that I'm talking about. It's about the same length as the other levels, but there is no checkpoint. So many times I've gotten to the very end and fallen off the cliff right at the very end. And then you have to work all the way from the beginning. And it's really exciting because it, it works on your muscle memory. And, and it's, you know, it's really cool because at the beginning, you know, I'm still exploring the level, uh, you know, during the beginning, middle and end. And I'm kind of, you know, finding out the new things, but you know, by my 30th try on this, you know, when I've gotten to the end and I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm failing on the very last part. I can see the, 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 in in this one, you end by hitting a barrel, a big barrel. Um, so you can see this end goal, uh, right there and you still fall off the cliff or you still get hit by an enemy or whatever it may be. And you still die and have to go back to the beginning seeing the progression and being able to just fly through that because it's now ingrained into your muscle memory and you start to notice new patterns like, oh, if I jump here, then I can absolutely, you know, kind of bypass this whole section or whatever. Seeing that is really cool and feeling that feeling of discovery, not only discovery of the the level layout, but like discovery of your own ability is really something uh, that, that this game brings to the table. So again, these levels are not necessary to progress with the story. Um, you know, you can you can beat the whole game without even touching these levels. They are literally <laughs> a you know there's there's a path to the boss of the world, and then 
on one of the levels, there'll just be a, a separate path that just kind of goes all the way out to the right. And once you beat all the levels, then you can access that pathway. But it's not necessary. So if you, you know, if that scares you off of like, well, I, 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 I'm not good at platformers, so I'm certainly not going to be able to beat this thing, you know, that, that it's, if it's taking me three hours, and I, I don't think it's taking me three hours, it might have. Honestly, that, that first one is a doozy. Very fun, but it is a doozy. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, man, there, there are no, there are no checkpoints in this. What the heck is wrong with this? And then I realized, oh, there aren't any, you know, when I played the second one, I was like, oh, this is a, this is a recurring theme. <laughs> so, um, so, 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 so don't be scared by that. You do not have to play them. I challenge you to, right? I challenge you to go against what you think you can do and, and test your ability and to have the patience and the, and the willpower to, to power through. Um, but also realize that if you can't do it, you know, you tried your best and that's totally fine. And again, the game is meant to be played for fun, right? It's a game. So if you do have trouble beating these, don't beat yourself over it, you know, but don't beat yourself up over this, you know, inability to, to beat one level or two, whatever, you know, it's totally fine. There's no reason to get upset at a game because you can't do a part of it, you know? And you know, Julianne has been playing Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon for a, a while now on um, the 3DS. And uh, I've played, I think, to the second mansion. And, you know, but but she's had it for, I think, two weeks now. And, and she's been playing it. And every once in a while, just because I'm a little better at game mechanics than her, which is... <laughs> which is not much, <laughs> but, um, every once in a while, uh, she'll run into a part and she'll just ask me, Hey, can you kind of beat this? And so I'll, I'll take the 3ds from her and I'll, you know, give it a quick try. Um, they, there's this one part where you have to walk over like a tightrope kind of thing and it can be very difficult. And I knew a small trick in order to do it. And it was really funny cause she had done it probably 15 times. And I think she had no health left. Uh, or like if she fell one more time, she was going to have to um, restart the level. And and she gave it to me and I did it in the first try. And she was she was very upset at me. <laughs> very happy, but also very upset. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so yeah, so that's what I'm saying is um, if you can't beat a level, see if somebody else can, you know, ask for some help. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and, but be there with them and, and, and get to experience that level still and, and also get to experience that bond of, you know, playing with a, with another person, having them help you out. That's really cool. I think that is one of my favorite parts of video games is, is especially playing with Julianne or some of my buddies, you know, back in the day online with Theo and Andrew and them playing, playing with them and having them help you out or being able to help other people out. Oh my gosh, I absolutely loved that feeling that, you know, Julianne came to me and she said, can you beat this? And I thought, well, yeah, I, you know, I can because I've, I've done this little bit before and, and and I'm really confident in this and it made me feel good. So so it's not going to be a burden and oftentimes it's not a burden. And, and this this doesn't go, you know, just for video games. This goes for life in general. Think about how you feel when somebody asks you, 
a question about something you're knowledgeable in, right? How do you feel when that happens? Chances are you feel really good because, you know, you, you, you understand and you feel kind of honored that they trust you enough that in your area of expertise, they're coming to you. And you're, you are more than willing to help them out. So when, when you need help, go to them. You know, I bet, I bet they would say just the exact same thing that they feel really good being able to help you out. I don't know. Maybe that's a little, no, that isn't a little thing. That's a, that's a big thing. That's a big thing that, you know, I, I, I need to hear myself sometimes say that stuff. It's more than just a switch podcast. It's a, it's a life podcast. <laughs> I get a lot of my inspiration from, from Bob Ross and from Mr. Rogers. I, I don't know if you could tell by now, but they are two very, very inspirational people, uh, that I've, that I've watched and, and listened to. And, and so I hope I can, um, be a, a bit of a force like they were in, in this life. Anyway, back to this game. Um, so the, the platforming, uh, is, is very, very long. The levels are long and the, 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 the levels are challenging and that's exciting. Right. Um, and the other thing about these levels is there is a huge, huge variance in the level design. Now I kind of talked about that. Um, but, but I want to say it in a different way. So there is your traditional platforming, right? Where you're going to be jumping on different, uh, platforms in a level and you're going to be, you know, up and down and jumping on enemies' heads and getting to the finish. Traditional platforming, right? But then you've got some platforming that is a little different, such as a minecart. Now, what, what, what do you mean by a minecart? Well, what I mean by a minecart is in certain levels, you will ride a minecart through the level. You, there will be a track and you have to platform using a minecart and the minecart has a very different uh mechanic or 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 um control than donkey kong does all right so it's going to control differently it still controls very fluidly and very well all right so don't get worried about that but it, uh, it it adds a new kind of gameplay element into it. There's also one, and I wasn't the biggest fan of it, I must say, when I first um, started playing it. But as the level went on and I got more used to the to the how it controlled, it got better. But there's a rocket ship that you can control. At first, I don't, I I can't see how anyone would enjoy this. <laughs> I must say it is so confusing, but after, you know, about five times of control, you know, crashing horribly and then controlling it again, um, I, I learned, I learned how to control it and it, it, it got a lot better and I was able to enjoy these levels a lot more because they offered a, a new kind, whereas, um, <clears throat> the minecart it goes on its own and and I guess the the rocket ship goes on its own too the minecart really jumps whereas the um that's the only control that you can have is you can jump in the in the um rocket ship you can give it propulsion which makes it go up but 
at a very specific pace. And so you can kind of feather it, which means like, you know, touch the the gas very, um, very lightly and quickly to kind of pop, 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 if you know what I mean by that. Um, to kind of feather it up and let it go up and down at a or keep it at a constant level. It's very, very interesting to control this. Um, but again, as I said, it's very fun once you get a hang of it. So you've got these kind of level designs. And then you've got really very, very cool art style level designs. Um, one of them in the first uh, world, I think it was the first world, you are, it's it's a traditional platforming level, okay? However, it's completely in silhouette and it's so stunning to see, right? Because you've been going through this, uh, this, the, these, these levels that are very brightly colored and full of animation and full of, you know, life. And then you have this green, I mean, it almost reminds me of like this noxious gas, right that's filling the screen in the background and you have all of these black silhouettes these leaves that are and vines that are imposing and donkey kong and whoever your partner is in this one dixie or diddy or cranky kong uh all of them are in silhouette and it's really exciting to play through this level and 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 determine what is what is um actually what you can jump on and what you can't because it's all in this black and green kind of uh environment and it's really pretty to look at but to think you know wow they they actually made this level be a silhouette you know that's that's definitely a huge change a huge shift in design from the last one so i don't know it's 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 a really cool uh art design that they they chose to do and it's there's like i said there's a lot of variance in these levels so that's exciting um the the other thing that i really uh like about this game and it also is kind of one thing that i don't like about this game is the respawn time so let's say you get hit with an enemy uh and boom you, you get hit with an enemy twice, boom, boom, and or you fall off a cliff, whatever, and you die. You have these balloons, um, which can be found throughout the levels, and you can purchase them um, from Funky Kong's shop, um, and you, you, you respawn. The respawn time is quick, all right? It is very, very quick. However... So, so, so I'm going to kind of walk you through it. it it's like you die, it goes, ah, and it plays a little music. And then you see the balloon tally go down and then you're on screen again. Now you see Donkey Kong floating down from the top of the screen on a balloon. And then you hit A or B to pop the balloon, right? Or you can just wait until he hits the ground and he'll pop it himself. I love how fast they get to the point of just, all right, you died, let's go. And it almost feels like, you know, to me, it feels like dying is a part of the game. Um, and it's part of, you know, it's one of the mechanics of like, explore the level, see what works. And, you know, when you inevitably die because you didn't do it right, we're not going to punish you like a Dark Souls game over. We're going to just, you know, quick, all right, get back at it. You know, try that again, try that again, try that again. Don't, you know... Don't, don't, you know, hesitate. Don't think about it. Just go for it. Have fun. Keep playing. Keep playing. 
which is nice. So the respawn is fast. However, the time that it takes, you can only pop the balloon. So like I said, when he's coming down um, on the balloon, you can only hit A or B to pop the balloon once you see the balloon on the screen. So that takes a minute. You have to wait for all of Donkey Kong's body to get down. And then you have to wait for the string of the balloon. And then you have to wait for the balloon itself. And only once you see that red balloon itself can you pop it. And again, it only takes maybe four seconds. But in that time, it just it, I'll probably click B in order to try to pop that balloon like ten times. Pop! It's like, oh my gosh, I just wish that it were a little a little faster in that regard. Now, that's that is like the biggest complaint I have about that. Again, it is super, super speedy. Um in in in, in the grand scheme of things, it's just that one little thing that gets me every time and I have to remind myself, oh yeah, you've got to, you know, wait a second. But I I never do. And I'm like, I'm gonna wear my my B button or my A button out, and I'm like this is this is ridiculous. But um, yeah. So um, also, I want to um, I want I want to say one more thing about the the game in terms of the challenging levels. So uh, remember when I said um, that the levels are very challenging and you will find yourself dying a lot. And if you can't do it, you know I challenge you to do it. You can actually play these levels on a mode called Funky Mode, all right? Now, this is new to the Nintendo Switch version because this was originally, this game was originally released on the Wii U. Um, this uh, version on the Nintendo Switch included a Funky Kong mode uh, or a Funky Mode where you play as Funky Kong. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so, in this mode, um, I believe uh, you... Um, you have an easier ability to platform, so like uh, you 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 don't really get hit by enemies. You know you don't take damage from enemies. You don't take damage from spikes or any environmental things like that. Um, you have an easier uh, ability to um, platform and whatnot. So on some of the more challenging levels, there is absolutely no shame in saying I in my current state, cannot play it as Donkey Kong. There's a reason they built this in. It's not just for kids, right? It's not just because they thought, well, you know, if a three-year-old's playing this, no, 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 no. This is, you know, this is this is a game for all age ranges. And so if you're having trouble, hit up Funky Kong mode. Funky, sorry. It's, I keep wanting to call it Funky Kong mode. I think it's just Funky mode. Hit up Funky Mode, you know, call up your friend Funky Kong and, uh, and, and, and play through the level as him. Or at least just give it a try, right? Because, because it's, it makes it less of a, uh, uh, an impossible challenge and more of just a, a fun, exciting challenge. And you can, you can enjoy the levels more that way, right? You can see the scenery, you can see the background, you can pay attention to more than just the platforms, um, if that's what you're into. So yeah, so uh, I did want to, um, uh, recommend funky mode for anybody who was, um, having hesitations. Uh, you can play the whole thing 
on funky mode you can play the whole thing in the normal mode with donkey kong uh yeah like i said if if you're having worries about um whether this is too challenging or not because it is definitely it's much more challenging than a mario game however don't be don't shy away from it because of that because they have this accessibility they have this way for people to access this game through the funky mode so that's what i want to say about that um in the game you can get uh i think this is the last thing i'm really going to say about it uh in the game you can get little collectibles which is really cool um my favorite are the uh you get them through the puzzle pieces uh if you collect uh, you know all seven all five all nine all eleven puzzle pieces in a level uh then you get a picture all right and some of these are you know just little pictures of um you know kind of concept art but some of them are and this was my favorite one and i think this is in uh world one as well um it was a concept art, but it's all sketched. So it's like in a, it's a pencil sketch of uh, how the mechanics will work. And I think it's like a windmill kind of thing or, or, or a, a watermill turbine. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it has notes on it that say, you know, it's got a Donkey Kong drawing of him going down this raft or something and a, a, a big water turbine going and you could see the water being drawn in and it has an arrow pointing to it and that says you know when donkey kong goes down this hill then the turbine turns and and it's so cool it was so cool to see the concept art actually put into the game in this way because you know you you might not see it if you don't collect these um pieces but it's a reward if you are able to and so that was that was really exciting um and also you remember that challenging uh level that i was talking about earlier with the um that you you do not have to complete um they don't have the checkpoints in them well that one you can unlock a diorama i believe that's how you unlock these dioramas um which is which is you know very cool in itself it's a 3d diorama and um you unlock it and you can you can zoom in and zoom out and kind of spin it around so that you can see this this set. It's it, it's it's very very exciting, uh, very very cool to see them um, creating these extras as part of the game um, that that rewards you for for persevering through the levels and through the game and and finding the hidden spots and the niche areas. Right. So uh, I, I really I really like how they did that. Uh, overall, I would say this game is really great. I, there's, there's so much difference between the levels. There's, there, you know, there's so much to collect and so much to explore in a platformer, which feels so weird to say. Um, but wow, is it a really fun game. If you're into platformers, this is, this is definitely a must buy i would say um again always wait for sales you can always un- unless you're like i have 60 dollars burning a hole in my pocket right now always wait for sales this one goes on sale less frequently um now i when i did this i got it from meyer they had one where it was like buy one game get one 40 off and then you could stack it with a uh, 10 dollars coupon off of any games that were or anything in the store that was um, 
$50 or more. They, they often run that same thing, but now it's like uh, 10% instead of $10. Um, so I ended up getting these games. I think I got this. I got When I got these, I got uh, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild as a bundle, and then I got Donkey Kong and Smash Bros. as a bundle and did the buy one, get one 40% off with the extra 10. So I ended up paying about $40, $42 for these games. Uh, which isn't, you know, that's not bad at all. That's that's 30% off all of them, uh, which that's, you know, that's that's worth it to me, I think. Um, so so you can, you can, you know, shop around. GameStop has things. I'm not a fan of GameStop, as we know, but, um, you know, they have, they were, they've been running buy two, get one free, buy two, get two free. Here's why I'm not a fan of them is because they ran that sale and then they basically backtracked and said we're not going to honor that and they didn't send people their games which is very unfortunate um but you know best buy has these target has these um walmart has these games uh walmart usually has these games for 50 dollars if that's a more manageable price um and oh, i don't know actually if if uh donkey kong has gone on sale on the eShop. i know like mario odyssey and breath of the wild has but i don't know about donkey kong um, but if you do wait, you can definitely find it somewhere on sale. Um, I would say if you like platformers, it's a must buy. If you, uh, have a nostalgia feeling for Donkey Kong Country, you know, if you played it, uh, back in the day, either on the DS or the, um, N64, then, you know, go for it. This, uh, it's, it's a really true to form, uh, part of the series, uh, really nice graphics, you know, fun gameplay, fun levels, creative levels. I enjoyed it quite a bit up to level four. Uh, I, I'm still enjoying it. And I, I have a feeling that I'm going to, whoop, pardon me, <laughs> crashing everything down. Um, I'm, I, I have a feeling I'm going to continue enjoying it up to um, when, when I finish it. And like I said, I have a feeling work is a little slow right now. Uh, I'm working from home mostly uh, and getting ready for the rest of the year. So work is a little slow and I'm able to play some more games, which is why I've got almost two already done in the first month. Um, but I, you know, I imagine I will be um, done with this by, by, next, um, by the next podcast, by next week. Speaking of which, look at that. I did it. <laughs> it's been it's been exactly one week between podcasts. I t- I told you I could do it, and I did it. There we go. <laughs> and I, uh, my my goal for next week is to is to do it again. We'll, I'll try to release one next Friday. Am I up very late right now? Yes, I am. Is Juliana asleep in the next room? Yes, she is. But guess what? I I made the podcast. <laughs> Oh goodness. What goal are you going to make this week? What what goal are you going to make so that next time when we talk that uh you can say, "Yeah, I I definitely accomplished my goal." Or maybe you didn't. And that's all right too. Do your best. Do your best. All right. I think that's about it for me. Uh if 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 this sounded uh, exciting to you, uh let me know. I, I looked it up. I'm I'm uh, this podcast is available on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, a um, lot of lot of a lot of cool places. 
Um, and, and yeah, if, if you feel so inclined, please do leave me a, uh, review. You know, I, I, I don't know how many people are listening at this point, but you know, every review helps and it, and it helps me get, get on the boards and, and get people seeing this and, uh, leave me a review if you want. And also, uh, please subscribe or follow me or whatever, uh, whatever you can do on your platform of choice. <laughs> Uh, that way, that way you can get notified, uh, when I, when I, uh, launch an episode. So, all right. Thank you again so much for, uh, inviting me in to your day and into your, or into your place and letting me, let me chat with you for a little bit. I'm very excited to talk with you next week. And, uh, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Have a great weekend and I will see you next week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.